Coaster 101 minicast live at IAPA or semi-live at IAPA. We're going to call it that. Um, I'm joined this time by Phil Wilson, who is an executive vice president of Extreme Engineering. Phil, how's it going? It's going great. Hey, thanks for having me today on your podcast. Appreciate uh, having the opportunity to talk to you before our trade show after almost two years in person. So excited to get back out there in Orlando. Absolutely. Yeah, you kind of touched on it. And, you know, this is we are recording this in advance of IAPA. um, But what's it going to be like for you to kind of get back down to Orlando and be back at the Orange County Convention Center live on the expo floor? Oh, I I, you know, no pun intended. It is going to be a roller coaster of emotions for sure. Um, It's funny. I've been talking to some of our other supplier friends and as much as we're all seasoned veterans and and doing shows around the globe, we're a little rusty to, to get back at this. You know, it's been kind of a long break, almost two years uh, to have the mothership trade show in Orlando. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be, we're going to be trying to get out of our comfort zone of, of getting back to what we call, normal. And I think we're there, uh, very, very close to there, but it is all going to be almost like we're doing it for the first time again. And, uh, seeing people we haven't seen for so long. Um, it's almost like you're reintroducing yourself to these people. So I think there's gonna be a little bit of that. I think there's going to be a little rustiness on setup and, and, and I think there's going to be a little bit of uncomfortableness as we get through the, the week, but, I think more than that, it's going to be very, very rewarding, exciting. And, and um, I think a lot of people are very emotional about this. They really want to just get back. And, and you know, we're not uh, just in the amusement industry. We're in the we're in the people business. And so being close to our colleagues in person is is so critical in what we do. So I think that's going to be probably the biggest um, thing we're going to take away from this is getting back to being together. Yeah, that the uh, the new normal I feel like is the phrase that's tossed around a lot. So, it's good that this this uh, the expo is happening again. Obviously, it didn't happen in 2020 due to COVID. But, you know, when we last spoke to you guys back in 2019, um you had announced two new uh cloud coasters that were coming scheduled to come in 2020, obviously the year being what it was. One of those was pushed to 2021. But Extreme Engineering opened Eagle Wonders in Vietnam in 2020 and also Fly with Flap in 2021, and uh, which is in Qatar. How has reception been for those two cloud coasters for you guys? You know, uh, on those projects specifically, um, you know, we were thankful to to have, you know, Vietnam, for example, that was installed pretty much before, you know, Vietnam had a lot of restrictions and, sh- and shutdowns. So, we had a, a, the timing was perfect there. We got that in right before the pandemic hit and the park was able to open and, and they've had a really great result with that family attraction. So I feel that that was, um, the timing was just right. And the ride was, um, well received, you know, however, I know that, uh, Vimperl land did shut down for a while due to COVID. Um, I don't know if that park is currently fully operational, uh, but, um, it, it did do well when it was, when it was opened and it, in, in, in my, um, 
and my knowledge is that it is either opening soon or it may be open again. So I, I apologize. I don't have that current status on that park, but on the Doha, uh, yeah, that park has been beautifully received. Uh, the theming in there is off the charts. And, uh, we were just so fortunate to work with our, our partners at Nassau, who was the master planner of that park. And they, uh, put us into a phenomenal location above the ceiling and you get this really amazing bird's eye view thus the name fly by uh, fly with flap of all the attractions below you go actually around planet hollywood they have that restaurant right there and you go around that that uh that restaurant and another uh ride uh i think u.s thrill rides built the ride but you go around that ride as well and it's a very unique experience um and it's ironic that two of our coasters, one in Vietnam, one in Doha, both were branded around a bird IP. Uh, and it makes sense. You're, you're, you're soaring up high. You're, you're, you're gliding like a bird. Um, and so they did a really great job using IP to really brand this ride and make it a little more immersive. And so, no, that ride's been really, really well received. Um, wish I could get down there. <laughs> it's a long flight. <laughs> But I wish we could get down there and ride it because that one is uh, 600 linear feet of track and it's a it's a phenomenal layout. So that's awesome. Yeah. And those those two coasters, obviously, they join and I'm probably going to butcher this pronunciation because there's accent marks and I don't speak French, but (laughs) Telegraph at uh, Mega Park in Quebec. Yeah. So those are the three cloud coasters you guys have um, built that are operating or close to operating in the case of the Vietnam Park. Yep. But what can you tell us about the future of the cloud coaster? Are there more cloud coasters planned as as you guys are at IAPA? Are you get, do you get to tell us where the next cloud coasters are going? Can you narrow it down to a country or a state or yeah. a park? Or, what can you tell us? Yeah, I can tell you, um, you know, the beauty of NDAs is protects the clients, the, the negative NDAs is it doesn't help us marketers. But um, what I can tell you is that there's two new projects. They did get delayed because of COVID that are anticipated for 2022 to open in North America. Uh, one, I can, I can say as far as one is the East Coast uh, is where I can go as far as that. Okay. Um, what we are uh, unveiling on the, on the floor um, is the brand new, what we call the cloud coaster storm. That's our all new side-by-side ride vehicle. We have developed a new roller coaster track called Poseidon is the name of the track that we use in our technology. This new track is, is a phenomenal design, um, where we can actually build track cost effectively. We can get sharper bends in the track to create the radius is more tight, making the track modular so we can get a ride in a very smaller footprint and we can also take tighter turns or corners giving you more thrill on the on the ride uh the way we've designed this as well the speeds have uh, now phenomenally increased with our side by side allowing us to get up in the 20 plus mile an hour range um, we also have designed the the overall uh, attraction to achieve higher capacities to really speak to parks that need the you know 400 plus people per hour. So we're really excited about the cloud coaster storm. It really fits a lot of those, those qualifiers that larger parks are looking for. But the beauty of it is we allow, we were able to apply a lot of what we learned from our uh, original cloud coaster in terms of the design and the cost savings 
So applying that to the storm, we still have a very cost effective uh, family coaster that's going to be able to give you higher speeds and decent capacity. And, uh, you know, you can get a coaster within, you know, all the bells and whistles, the storm uh, I'm speaking to, uh, you know, within that $2 million price point. And it's, awesome. it's actually hard to get to that number, by the way, uh, that I'm talking a big track. So it's really awesome. So now we're really being able to cater uh, to a sensitive budget that, I mean, let's be frank, that a lot of parks are going to have, right? Because they're still, I know their park per cap spending through the roof and that's great. And they're making a lot of money and catching up. But, you know, right now the big purchases on rides, they're not going to be that, unless I guess you're universal with Epic or something, you're not going to be in that, you know, five, 10, $20 million ride right now. Uh, they're still right. trying to recover. So I feel like we have a really good solution to that with a wide range of different rides at price points that really are affordable. And, you know, just because they're cost effective, doesn't mean you're not going to get the thrills. So we got a lot of thrill in the rides. So, absolutely. Uh, and the other designs we came up with, and I can't take credit. This is for some of our sales team members and our designers. Uh, we came up with a thing called sky tag. And basically we're offering laser tag in the sky. You sit in a side-by-side ride vehicle and you have laser or phasers in your hands and there's targets all over your ride vehicle, all over the track, uh, including all over the floor. If you want theming, you can, we can, we can partner with a theming company and you basically are shooting at targets for 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 speed for I mean excuse me not for speed for for scores and uh, it's more interactive so it's really an interactive coaster it's not a dark ride mm-hmm. uh, it's an interactive coaster but you know we can work with people like the Sally Corps or you know uh, Largotronics or our, you know uh, all the other companies out there that may offer a dark ride solution and we provide this ride vehicle system where. It can be configured, adapt, uh, interactive. And so we're really excited about that. And where we're going after with this particular product is into the FEC sector where we can take up a lot of their height and their and their building, not take up the floor space. And we can fit these in as small as a 40 by 40 footprint, which oh, is wow. really small for a coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you actually would ride it twice and there'd be a lot of interactive, um, you know, uh, screen sensors, motion sensors, special effects. And we can offer this all turnkey at a low cost price, partnering with some other uh, suppliers that specialize in the laser tags and the theming. Um, And so, yeah, that we're really excited about. We actually have a project really, really close to close in Saudi. Um, I can't go far into what it is, but really, really close uh, with with a client. And then um, our last really exciting project. Our, our coaster design is the, what you brought up was the surf and tsunami. It is the world's first stand-up surfboard roller coaster. Now there, there's things out there like that are on zipline cables. Uh, this is truly a, a roller coaster on a track. Um, we've designed the speed to actually simulate what you would expect on surfing on a longboard, which is wow. about eight miles an hour. Ironically, now that might sound slow, but when you're 60 feet up in the air and you're on a board, it's pretty fast and thrilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you basically bank the track like you're riding away. So you're actually the board turns left to right as if you're coming down and cutting through a wave. And it's just a really cool product. We have a really new uh, breakthrough design on the restraint 
where it, it kind of cradles your back and around your thighs and it's fully adjustable. So a small child, you know, 45 pound child fully adapts to them to a, a big, heavy adult, you know, like myself, you know, you know pushing 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that, that is a really fun uh, attraction. And that is, uh, one that was supposed to unfortunately open last year. Um, or Susie this year and uh, it is getting delayed, but it is on target hopefully for next year. Love it. Yeah. And then I do want to talk a little bit about the kind of the cloud coaster and the tag coach or the sky tag. Rather. Sure. Was there just guest feedback from previous cloud coasters that, you know, guests wanted to ride with somebody else as opposed to, I know you guys have kind of moved more to these two seat designs as opposed to the traditional one seat cloud coaster. Sure. Did that come from guest guest and park feedback or was that a capacity thing? How was it decided to go with two seats as opposed to one? Yeah. You know, the, the two seaters is definitely not intended to replace the single seater. It's an Mm -hmm. addition to, and, you know, I'm glad you brought that up about what the feedback, you know, the best uh, improvements we ever get are from our customers. And, you know, there's still a huge placeholder for a single seater because that type of experience is, is very uniquely different than obviously a side by side where you ride with your, your, your family or friends. And it, it did drive down to capacity. Um, you know, people really said, you know, we love the single seater, but how do we, how do we get more throughput? So obviously a side by side is one easy way to do that. And the other is speed. And so, you know, that's where we came up with the storm solution. Um, and, you know, we were able to come up with a side by side, like I said, in, in a cost effect, effective um, design where we can still provide a, a very turnkey, affordable, high capacity ride. But the experience that you're going to get on a storm is going to be very different than like you're going to see like, you know, at the three that you mentioned, Doha, Vim Pearl, you know, Mega Park in Canada. You know, th- those are um, a very different design, right? They're almost like a glider. Right. right. And you want to experience that almost by yourself. And the reason why you do that by yourself is, is you get almost a, you get over 180 degree view all by yourself up in the high in the sky. And you got to really get to feel that experience for yourself. And, mm-hmm. and the feedback we got on that has been really phenomenal. They, they people like feeling like they're gliding all alone up there weightlessly. And then with the side by side, people are like, look, I want to go fast. I want to, you know, I want to experience it with my friends and Hey, I got to get capacity up. I want my THRC to be, you know, in that 300, 400 an hour. And so that, that's where we came up with this to meet that demand. So definitely it's not the replacement. It's just Mm -hmm. the addition to. Got it. Yeah. And then it's a non-coaster product and I know we are a roller coaster podcast. Sure. But I do want to talk about the fourth attraction you guys are debuting on the show floor, which is this concept that you have named parkour around mm-hmm. and what um, kind of reading the release on it. You, you mentioned like a video game character. But when my my first thought looking at this was like going back, the 90s kid in me was like, this is like global guts. I love that game. Um, Yeah. I mean, same, same. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm a little, I'm probably a little older than you. It makes me go back to the late eighties when I'm playing super Mario brothers, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And um, that's exactly it. We actually had this product in development uh, for about 15 plus years. We put it on hold 
because we felt the market wasn't quite ready for it. And we went focusing on our coaster division. Mm-hmm. Um, through COVID, um, a lot of the things that we've, we were able to take advantage of is time and look at the things that we really didn't have time to invest in and R and D and further develop. And we were able to get that magic moment of time and uh, use that to our advantage. So now we're, we're excited to finally debut, which is well overdue this, this new parkour around product and what we've developed. And we just filed a patent on it too. So we've got a patent pending on, on the technology, um, is that this, in a sense, it's a assist system that's on the pendulum in the center of these obstacles where it, auto calculates based off your weight. It takes a percentage of that weight off of you so that you can literally achieve what you could do in a video game. So That's imagine awesome. being super Mario brothers and jumping, you know, great heights or, or, or lengths that you can't normally humanly do. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're getting the participants uh, um, to achieve where someone who may not be physically fit or able now it doesn't matter. There's no barrier. You can all go on this and experience the same thing. And you can jump 15 feet from one obstacle to the next. You're flying like a superhero. This is legitimately what we're designing. And it, it is definitely the most, in my opinion, the most exciting adventure ride we've come up with in a very long time. Unfortunately, we won't have the actual real working thing on the floor this year but we're going to have a lot of content on it. And we are happy to say we've already taken our first order on it uh, for a project in North America. And we're literally taking orders as we speak. So this product is, is my, my opinion, uh, one of the biggest breakthroughs in the adventure sector that we've come up with in a long time. And we're super excited. And the best way I can explain it is it's, 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 you're in a video game. You get to be, playing your favorite adventure game and you're the, you're the adventure and you, know, awesome. you could be, you could be Ezio from, from Assassin's Creed. You could be Luigi or Mario from Super Mario brothers. I mean, it's, it's really cool. That is, that is fantastic. And I am just like my inner, inner child in me, you know, you talk about the physically able to do things and jump really far and things like that. I'm, I'm all in on this. I can't wait for this to open wherever it is in North America. Yeah. We'll talk offline. You can tell me what it is later. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll go. You and me, we'll go try. And then awesome. the, the, the beauty about it too, um, it's circular, which is, it helps us on footprint. So we can put them in modules and we actually have um, an interactive time on it. So there's a time element with it. So you're competing. And we've, we've, we've also looked into developing a system where you could play and sync these anywhere in the world. So wherever they are located, the scores will show up on players across the globe. So we're looking at that right now too, which would be really fun. So putting that extra gaming element into it. I love it. When you can gamification or gamify anything, really, I'm the type of person. I love the the dark ride shooters at any park because I'm, oh, yeah. I, I love to compete. And I love that competitive aspect, even if it's like, the sitting next to the person, you know, sitting next to the person you're competing against, yeah. or you're in an entire theater or ride vehicle like um, Midway May, Midway Mania. I always say Midway yeah. Mayhem, but Midway yeah. Mania at, at uh, Disney. You know, when you're competing awesome. against everybody in the ride yeah. for an hour or whatever. So yeah. this is very cool. 
Um, before we wrap this up, is there anything else uh, coming down the pipeline from extreme engineering and the adventure parks or adventure ride sector or anything else you want our listeners to know about extreme engineering and your plans for IAPA? Well, um, we're going to have some really big news across the board on, on, on the things we're doing on the show floor. So those who are coming, we, we really encourage them to come Tuesday to the press conference. Um, I believe it's at 4, 4.50 p.m. Um, and, you know, it's a little bit different this year. Unfortunately, we can't do it at the booth, but um, we will have a lot to celebrate and a lot to showcase uh, on, you know, developments, locations, um, you know, other, other futures we're working on. Um, I would believe it with this, the last thing I think that's been equally exciting for us is, you know, a big portion of our business is fabrication. So we are a support mechanism to other coaster manufacturers and other master themers. And, um, we've been pulled into some phenomenal, um, projects I can't disclose, but a lot of theme parks, a lot of, renovation a lot of um replacement a lot of addition added so you know our indication from our experience doing the fabrication side of things work is starting to pick up rfqs are coming in people are looking to invest in and refurbishment those are all really good indicators to recovery and so you know those things make us very um optimistic about where we're headed and I, I do believe that the recovery is going to be here a lot quicker than we think, uh, just mm-hmm. because of what the demand we're seeing in, in the fabrication side. So, and with the fabrication, we get to really design some unique things that normally don't happen. So, uh, parks are investing in technology, in IP, and in in safety as always. And so, there's going to be some really cool breakthrough things. I think you guys are going to see in the next, you know, next year. Awesome. That is fantastic. Phil, thank you so much for your time. If you're listening to this podcast at IAPA, um, Extreme Engineering is booth number 4,800. So be sure to go check them out. Uh, As Phil mentioned, if you're press and you're listening to this, go to their press conference um, or the press conference will probably already happened. Again, we're recording this in (laughs) advance. We don't know exactly what's going on. Um, Be sure to check out their website, extremeengineering.com. Uh, Phil, are you guys active on social media? Or- we are. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. So just search Extreme Engineering on any of those platforms and you'll be able to find them. Uh, just like you'll be able to search Coaster 101 on any social media, you'll be able to find that. And be sure to check out the latest and greatest for my app at Coaster101.com. That's going to do it for this mini episode of the Coaster 101 podcast highlighting IAPA. Phil, thanks again for your time and enjoy the expo floor in a couple weeks. Oh, it's my pleasure. Looking forward to the show. I appreciate everything.